Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What is up, everybody? Welcome to KBM Live. Better a little bit late than never. We're back on time, Jeff. Back, on, back time. on time. Back right on schedule. Let me get this thing shared where it needs to go. Uh, Ryan, what's up, man? We're back off our fresh off our top seventy-five finish at the Dardanelle event. Hey, mods can't fish, you know. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what else to say about that. Yeah, for those that didn't scroll far enough down the leaderboard to see Ryan and I's name, we actually tied. We actually tied it. <laughs> And he uh, took the tiebreaker with his big bass. You did win big bass, so the trip was. Hey, that's good. that's all I came for, to be honest. I wanted to find a nice little dive bar and take home the big bass prize. That's right. Mission um, accomplished. My dad came over this afternoon. He's like, "You beat your boy, didn't you?" I said, "I said who?" He said, "That guy from Arkansas." I said, "I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even look, to be honest with you. Oh, I was just geez. ready to get out of there." Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, and you got a little little local knowledge, too, from some of the local uh, residents. I mean, I was them. just – I was glad to see the place. I've heard a bunch about it and, uh, you know, got to go poke around. I hate to say it, but I'll probably have to go back. I mean, I do like the style of fishing. I wish I would have uh, had a little more time to learn it myself, but uh, I had a good time anyway. Caught a lot of fish finally the second day. Yeah. Uh, I had the opposite experience. I caught a fair amount the first day. Couldn't find the size. But then day two, pulled the plug and went with a buddy of mine up to a different area and watched everybody else catch fish, which was frustrating in its own right. But it's how still did great... that go? How I mean, how what <laughs> what were they doing different? How how well, was that? I don't happening? know. So you know, my my old town teammate and buddy from Central Arkansas, Gary Morgan, we fished the same area day one, or at least at the end of day one, we ran into each other, and he said, mm -hmm. "Hey, tomorrow." Let's go to this other area I know about. I'll, you know, you can go with me. I know you don't know where it is, but we'll go up there and just have a fun day, fish, whatever. So he put me in the area. We even used the same bait, and that dude started wearing them out, and I couldn't get a bite. Uh, so I don't know what the difference was there, but neither one of us really found size. I caught one 19-incher, which was pretty good. Then I found in a couple little dinks. But uh, I want to talk to, to Nick about this, our guest tonight, when we have him go live here in just a little bit. But – Brian Howell also fished the same area and came in behind us. And obviously, if anyone saw his run to second place, whacked him. And I think the deal was we were dobbing around Senkos and Texas rigs, and he came through with a moving bait and uh, took care of business. And Nick told me a similar story before we came on live. So really? uh, I think that was the deal. We were fishing too slow. Hmm. All right. All right. So, so I don't know what you were doing on, in your area of the lake, but up where we were, they wanted it moving. I tried everything, man. I, I tried chatter baits and spinner baits, of course, but – uh but I, all I was catching them on was a Texas rig. I caught that big one on a buzz bait, but that was, yeah. that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. And I caught now say day two, I caught, I think total seven fish, but only three measured and they were mostly on a Texas rig and they were uh nine inches shorties. There you go. All right. Okay. So, so, Hey, whatever. It was still a good two days. Got to see some folks I hadn't seen in a while. So, uh, good times. I met a few folks that I'd never met before, which is always a cool thing. I actually ran into Zach Hall at the ramp too. Got to meet Zach, shared a little, uh, Western sun with him. Met a, met a cool guy with a hobie let me borrow a life jacket if anybody saw that post that was funny <laughs> yeah he let me borrow his life jacket but uh yeah good times man uh, i know we want to talk about a few things before we get nick on here uh a few things happened at the event there are kind of things that happened at a lot of events so we just wanted to to touch on what do you think uh yeah probably definitely need to touch touch on a few things uh the first one was kind of over in my area 
Um, I apparently launched at the wrong launch because it took me like an hour and 45 minutes to get back to this place I wanted to fish. And by that time, there were already a couple different groups of anglers that had made their way in there. And I, I look up this canal and I see a couple people like there's like a little backwater area. And uh, I was like, well, OK, scratch that. So I'll go to the next one. I look down the next one. I see a couple people back there, too. And I was like, whatever. I'll just, you know, go off on a flat somewhere and uh one of them was christine and i i thought it was her and i was like hey is that you over my left shoulder here and she's like yeah she's like you know these these guys up in this uh in this backwater area i guess you know a couple more well-known anglers that travel all over the country were planning to go in there and fish and they're like making their way up there and this guy has his buddy like sideways blocking the canal and he's like hey i'm you know i'm trying to get back here and fish and i think something to the effect of hell no you're not or something like that just uh you know shut it down right there which is you know in fact in the written rules like you can't you can't block water unfortunately so uh um hopefully people learn a lesson from that but uh regardless if you're blocking water or not or if you feel like you're in a super small area having a conversation about it's probably the right move i think first you know if it doesn't go your way then uh, you can kind of resort to other things but at least try to have a conversation out of the gate don't just don't just be you know kind of rude for no reason yeah, I got a fair amount. Of, we got a fair amount of people on stream right now. We got about 50 folks. So if, if you're on there, we appreciate you, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, share us over to, to your local page because they're, they're going to want to hear this, this story from Nick here in a little bit too. And maybe what Ryan and I have to say, I don't know. But if, anyone that's watching right now, if you know who that was that blocked the canal, I've been trying to find out because I heard it was people from Arkansas. Uh, and if it is, we can't have that. We can't have people doing that. I want to know. Clifton's asking who it is in the comments. I don't know who it was. I wish I did know. Uh, I don't mind name dropping them, but yeah, uh, we'd be we'd. I promise, Clifton, you would you would know if we knew, but no, I don't. I don't know. I, I I think it was two orange Hobies is is as much info as I've got. One of them had an Arkansas Razorback sticker on it, so there's not a lot of people that would even put that on anything. So <laughs> that easy really now. narrows it down. Easy now, elite eight, elite eight, <laughs> elite eight. Uh, yeah, so if you know, tell us. I want to know who this was so that uh, it can be dealt with in. Uh, KB and Justice Department fashion, maybe, perhaps. Later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that kind of leads into the other thing, man, which is on the water conflicts. I mean, there's a way to handle that. I mean, I guess you can be handled in a, in a bunch of different ways, but there's a way it can be handled where nobody ends up looking like the jerk if, if people just communicate. Don't you agree? Yep. I think communication is key. You know, this yeah. is a takeaway from marriage counseling. Communication is key. Yeah. Uh, Clifton's asking. It's okay. He'll figure it out. If you do figure it out, Clifton. Tell us, drop it, drop it in there. Uh, and then somebody else made a hilarious post on KBM, but there's a lot of truth to it. And that is boat ramp <laughs> etiquette. He said a lot of y'all can fish, but not many of you have boat ramp etiquette. And it is, a, it is a problem. Depending on where that was at. your boy Jones, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, that was a, that was a local guy. We had, we were at a very, we launched in the same place on day one and that area was packed. I mean, it was super crowded. There was kayaks laying everywhere, life jackets and paddles strewn about. Uh, it was, it was everywhere. Yeah. So the first time when I first started kayak fishing, I was, I didn't know any better. I pulled my kayak, pulled my whole rig down there, unload the kayak, proceed to load it with every single rod and piece of tackle I had at the ramp, like yeah. some kind of noob jerk. But if you're still doing that and you've been fishing a while, that's not right. So somebody needs to tell you that's not right and uh, teach you how to get it ready before you pull down there. 
slick slick yeah. yeah whether it's on wheels or on your trailer or in the back of your truck there's a lot you can do to speed it up so i don't know all right. some YouTube that's a, that's all i got for public service announcements you good uh well yeah you want to say anything about the lives you saved didn't you haul a couple people back to the to the ramp this week oh gosh so that uh my my tournament and pre-fishing was full of a lot of other things besides fishing um i went to pre-fish and i see a guy up on the bank and i was actually on the phone with you jeff when i saw him and i was like hey i was like is there a launch back in here because i was like i think this dude is launching or taking out just randomly on the bank and he kind of flags me down he's like hey bub will you help me like my kayak filled up with water and flipped and i lost all my rods i was like oh okay so we get over there and drain his drain his uh kayak out and uh turns out it's tim isaac's son uh jason so uh, I know Tim, we fish a lot of the same areas and sit and tell lies at the boat ramps quite a bit. Um, we got all the water out of his kayak. He was pretty sure it had a big hole in it somewhere because it took on a ton of water. Uh, yeah. We checked the bottom. There were no cracks. So we loaded his stuff back in and I put my net on his pedal and put the torpedo on high <laughs> and got him back to where he launched before he uh, filled up with water again. Turns out it was under the the seat base that had cracked in the, in the hole and filled up there. The next one was day two. I had caught some fish, you know, back in the same area. And uh, Christine was like, hey, she's like, I, mean, I don't know. It's going to take me forever to get back to the ramp. My rudder cable broke. And I was like, oh, God. I mean, the wind was blowing like 15, I would say, rough estimate. White capping out there. And I was like, there's no freaking way you're going to be able to get back to the ramp using a paddle for a rudder. So we like got our eight trails together and and held them in and we had like a three and a half four mile trek back to the ramp my drive started acting up on me <laughs> when we got out in the river current uh the waves were washing over the side of my kayak it filled filled a pretty good bit of the hole up with <laughs> with water i didn't know if we were going to get out of that one that was a pretty <laughs> hairy right. situation See, uh, you're there, uh, we're home now yeah out there doing uh the Lord's work on the water, man, saving lives. That's, uh, that's about all I got accomplished in that tournament. So, <laughs> you know, nah, good times, man. Well, let's, uh, let's say we get the winner in here, man. Let's do it. See, see what we can get out of him. See if we can get the juice. I didn't even ask him how to pronounce his last name. We're going to get Nick in here. Nick C. He's going to break it down how to pronounce his name for me so I don't butcher it. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with him. Perfect. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10 times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They are independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. All right, we are back. Welcome to the show, Nick. How, about, how do you say your last name, man? I don't want to butcher it. You know, I was surprised. AJ, uh, you know, had it dialed in uh, right from the start there in some of those wow. updates. It's uh, Chiberia. Chiberia. So he had it spot on. But, you know, I grew up playing uh, all kinds of sports and heard every name under the book. So That's what I was going to say. So welcome, Nick Chiberia, to, to KBN Live, man. Hobie, B-O-S, Dardanelle, winner, man. Thank you for taking the time to join us, man. Hey, appreciate it. Still uh, still kind of an unreal feeling right now, what, what happened this weekend. Yeah, man, it was it was it was fun to watch. There were so many fish caught; it was unbelievable. I got the numbers here; it was nearly twelve hundred. But uh, before we get into the tournament talk, tell us a little bit about who Nick is and where you where you're hailing from. Um, yeah, so um, I originally grew up in the Chicago area. Um, went to uh, college at uh, Mizzou in, in Columbia. 
Um, so I was in, in Missouri there for four years for school and then uh, lived and worked in Missouri, uh, Southeast Missouri after that in Cape Girardeau um, for a couple of years and then made my way down to New Orleans uh, for three years. And now I'm back in St. Louis or back in Missouri. So kind of been all over, uh, been fishing all over. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I, you know, I think it kind of helps having, having a little bit of, uh, you know, experience in, in all those different regions. Yes, sir. Everybody knows your name now. <laughs> Nick Chaberia and uh, Katie. I'm gonna give Katie a back and Ryan a shout out. Shout out. They brought us a load of Western Sun from Dallas before the tournament started. Uh, I was able to share it with some people around there. So thanks to Katie. And Thank Ryan you to the backers. We appreciate it. I'll make sure to find you next time. Then for yes, that. for sure. <laughs> Everybody I ran into, I tried to throw them some little bottles, like I was some sort of dealer out there. But... <laughs> you felt like Duke. You felt like Duke Tran, didn't you? That's right. I did feel like Duke. Slinging airplane bottles. That's right. Well, let's uh, let's get the tournament talk, man. Tell us about how long you were down there, and and uh, you know pre-fishing and how that went for you, what you had figured out. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this was my second uh, BOS event that I uh, that I fished. I fished Kentucky and, and Lake Barkley last year, and and didn't have too good of a showing. That one, uh, you know, obviously was pretty close to St. Louis, so I kind of it was kind of a last minute decision. Didn't didn't pre-fish at all for that one. It was just kind of going on a whim and. Um, actually one of, one of my good buddies, Andy Green, who, who fished this weekend, he's, he's from, uh, Louisiana and I, I fished with him down there. He fishes BOS is quite a bit. And so, you know, kind of an excuse for us to hang out and fish together again, now that, you know, we're, we're not living so close. So that was kind of the deal with this weekend. Um, you know, I, I, you know, heard about Lake Dardanelle, obviously, you know, following, uh, you know, really any, any fishing circuit and, uh, you know, knew it was kind of a, a shallow water fishery, knew it kind of fished to my strengths. Um, I got down on uh, late Thursday night and, uh, you know, had about half, half the day on Friday to, to, to pre-fish. Um, I'd found some spots on the, uh, the Navionics app, um, prior to, to coming down and of course looking at Google earth and stuff. So tried to do quite a bit of a uh, map work, just not having a lot of time to check out, you know, some water. So, um, like I said, my buddy was down there. He got down there earlier in the week. He, I mean, he basically just told me they were biting shallow. That was all I knew. And, when he told me that, I got I got excited because you know, I, like I said, that's that's how I like to fish. And um, anyway, so put in uh, put in one spot that I thought looked good on uh, Friday morning, and uh, you know, was fishing for about 20 minutes and, and had a uh, had a good one, probably 19 or 20, come up and, and follow my bait and swipe at my bait. Um, you know, so I felt pretty good about that. Wound up catching 17 later in that area. Um, fished there for a couple hours and left. Kind of had an idea that was going to be it. Um, went and put in, in in one more, uh, two more spots. Didn't really like what I saw, and uh, basically just for the fact that I didn't really have anything else. That was uh, that first spot was was the spot I was going to going to fish on Saturday. So how did it set up? Like, what was it that clued you in? You're like, you know, I feel like this is going to be this is going to be. I mean, did you think you had the winning fish there, or are you just like, all right, you know, there's there's a few keepers in here. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I had, I had that, that big bite that I shook off. Um, and then I, I landed that 17. I just, you know, wanted to get my hands on one of them at least. Um, and then I shook off a couple other bites, but so I, you know, it seemed like they were, they were in the area just seeing those two big ones, um, you know, gave me a little bit of confidence that they might be in there and, you know, going into the tournament, I really had no idea what it was going to take. You know, um, me and my buddy, we, you know, we said maybe low nineties, um, you know, each day. Um, just not, you know, he, knowing that the big bites were in there, but not really knowing what was going to be um, happening on Saturday and Sunday. So, you know, what kind of drew me to the area was um, looking on Navionics. Um, if you kind of broke down that area that I was fishing, 
Um, it, it, you know, it almost fished like a shallow reservoir, which I'm, uh, you know, I'm more comfortable with and familiar with. I mean, there are, you know, creek arms and, and uh, you know, little points and, and kind of steeper, steeper areas, deeper areas. So um, I kind of, you know, fishing up here in Missouri, you know, I kind of felt like I had the fish dialed in here. They, you know, I, I knew they were kind of uh, still moving up, not quite really committed to the super shallow, um, you know, spawning areas yet but but getting there and getting close and starting to stage so um you know just looking on avionics that's kind of what drew me to the area and, and seeing those bites and like i said i fished two other spots and they didn't really produce like i was hoping so you know that was it that was that was the game plan it paid off yeah before before we came on uh ryan you, you were scrambling back from the smallmouth bonanza that you were on i was visiting with nick a little bit so you know he's he's kind of beating all the the stereotypes of you need a week at the lake to figure it out he was there for basically half a day and also this is another guy that was paddling that won an event so tell us about you know how that helped you uh overcome this loaded field to win the event yeah um obviously 124 anglers that's a lot of guys and uh you know i i, I kind of had to guess that everybody was mostly probably going to be shallow um you know kind of just knowing what the fish were doing, heading in. And um, this is my first, actually first season and first, it was, it was, it was an event of a lot of firsts for me. Um, first uh, event with uh, New Canoe Flint, just picked it up about uh, three weeks ago, had it on the water, I think two times before this. And, um, you know, so I think having that loiter boat, you know, really, really helped this weekend um, for a couple of reasons. One, where I was fishing, I, I was actually able to launch underneath the bridge roadside as opposed to going to the ramp. Um, and obviously avoiding the crowds at the ramp, but also this, the bridge where I was able to launch at, um, you know, it was, it was, it was about a, a half mile farther up from, from the ramp and, and closer to the spots that, that I like. So in the mornings I was able to, to get out there early and, and kind of, you know, stake my, stake my claim, if you will, and, and get to those areas, uh, you know, before some of the other guys and girls and, um, you know, so that helped. And then also I couldn't get shallow enough for the fish this weekend. Um, you know, I was probably in in two feet of water, less than two feet of water, throwing into six inches of water. Um, and there are a lot of stumps around. And I, I know a couple of people ran into issues with their drives, hitting stumps and, and things like that. So, um, you know, having, having the paddle and, uh, and having the, uh, the light boat really came into play. I, I will say I, I, uh, I mapped it out today on Google and I probably covered about 15 miles between the two days, um, you know, just looking for these fish and, and they weren't really stacked up or grouped up, but, you know, they were on, on, um, you know, similar patterns throughout that area, but, uh, yeah, definitely had to cover some water. So I'm, I'm feeling it, uh, feeling it today. <laughs> that wind got up pretty good. Were you up in some skinny areas that kind of hid you from that or what? Yeah. Saturday I was pretty well protected from the wind Sunday. I was right in it and, um, you know, I'm getting into it. If, uh, you know, I was uh, one of calling a fish late at, uh, two in the day that, uh, put me over the edge and, um, you know, I, at that point on Sunday, so I, I kind of, I went back to the same area both days, fished pretty much the same spots. The fish kind of reloaded. I mean, I knew they were moving around. You know, it wasn't just resident fish. So, uh, you know, was able to do that. But, you know, by, by 11 o'clock or so, uh, the bite kind of shut off for me. So I made the decision to, to leave the area where I'd caught them all weekend. Um, it was about a mile from where I launched. I, I paddled back with the wind um, back to the launch area, tried to fish around there, looked at some of the cuts and, and, uh, and coves, but didn't really like what I was seeing. It just, it didn't look like anything else that I'd caught them on this, that weekend. So at about uh, 145, you know, I, I had to make a decision. Either I was going to keep poking around that new water where, I, you know, I wasn't really feeling confident or make that, you know, mile and a quarter 
paddle back into the wind, back up to the spot where I was catching them. And, uh, you know, I just, I knew with the quality of fish that I was around all weekend that that was my best chance. So, um, you know, I kind of, kind of had a little moment with myself and, and said, you know, I can, I can handle being outfished. I, I knew I was down by a quarter inch at that point. Uh, but you know, I wasn't going to be out work that weekend and I wasn't just going to, you know, throw it in and, and be lazy and not, not paddle back to where I had an idea of the, where the fish were. So made that paddle paid off and, um, got a half inch call at, uh, at one at two fifty. Um, and you know, to, to and had, eye, had so. you and Brian talked about that at awards because he looked pretty, <laughs> pretty surprised when yeah, they called his uh, name for second. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. I didn't get the chance to talk to, to many people at, award, at the awards. But um, you know, I, like I said, I, I I I typically don't do it. I'm not a I'm not a scoreboard watcher. I, I like to just put my head down and fish. But uh, just kind of being where I was on Saturday, and I, I got off to a real hot start on Sunday. I had I had a, I had a limit by uh, 7:30, and uh, you know was feeling pretty good about that. So I, I was watching on Sunday. And uh, to to see Brian come, you know, virtually out of nowhere, it was. I mean, it was impressive to see. And uh, I, I kind of had an idea that I, my my limit from Saturday w- wasn't going to quite hold up on Sunday. You know, I kind of kind of figured that going in, and to see him him catching them like that was uh, was impressive. But um, I knew when the when the when the leaderboard shut off, I was that quarter inch down, and I knew it kind of it seemed like it slowed down for a lot of people. And I was just hoping somebody wasn't sandbagging because when I brought that <laughs> fish in the boat, it's a seventeen, and it was. Uh, it was a Mike Iaconelli moment for sure. Um, you know, cue the never give up. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I literally got That's to witness, clutch. witness Brian's momentum as he rode. He came into the area that, like I said earlier, Garrett and I were fishing. And uh, I think he had – I think he's in the comments laughing. But I think he either had only three or four when he came in there. I think it was his area that we were in, and he was just coming back to it. So uh, we ended up bailing out of there. But when he came in there, he hit a flurry like – you wouldn't believe i just kind of watched him go boom 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 and then we left and i saw the leaderboard and he caught even more so he, he was riding the momentum and i thought my god is anybody gonna be able to beat him so i was pretty shocked at the end to see you catch him too but it's an awesome story that you kept grinding and uh pulled that out late that's awesome the man's a machine though i mean he 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 tore it up in my head i was like oh brian won it and you know i was sitting there next to him kind of ribbing him back and forth and <laughs> And then, then they called, you know, called his name second. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Somebody got a surprise. And you know what? That is why it's it's good on day two to turn that leaderboard off the last couple yeah. of hours. Yeah, oh, for sure. I Here's mean, you got to build the suspense. And I don't think there's ever a lead big enough to where you feel secure, like, you know, you know you've got it in the bag. Yeah, What what uh, we had G on here, what, last week or the week before, talking about Trinity River. He was down 10 inches and cold 10 inches in what an hour hour and a half he said and, and had a massive massive limit but still jody queen was like right there behind him i mean like there i don't think you're you're ever safe in this stuff you never know what somebody's going to get on in the last you know 30 minutes of a tournament uh, i got a comment for you nick let me throw this up here see if you see it he said he was glad he was this guy was glad you were there because he couldn't have got his pa back up the bank without you yeah, I was gonna give Ryan. A, I was gonna give Ryan a shout out. So, like I said, we launched uh, roadside and underneath the bridge, and um, you know, kind of had that that rubble rock and you know, kind of a steep area. Some grass though, kind of leading up to the parking. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, I saw him there on uh, Friday. I guess he he had he had pedaled up from from the ramp farther down, and um, and then he was there on Saturday, and uh, he gave me a hand getting my kayak down that down that area, and then we were able to help each other on on the way out. So. Uh, 
yeah, I appreciate that. And sorry if I was sandbagging a little bit on, on what I caught there on Saturday. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what you got to do, man. That's part of it. So it sounded like it was a pretty busy, busy area. Did you have any problems uh, being too crowded? No, uh, you know, I was I was worried about that on Saturday again. Just uh, you know, I was still kind of piecing things together Saturday morning. Um, I, you know, again, it was just it was literally kind of the mindset of you know, I have an idea the fish are there. I have the idea right fish are there. I'm going to just go out and, and fish what looks good. And um, I wound up catching uh, my, my first fish at seven o'clock on Saturday was was the 20 incher and uh, my big fish for the tournament. And that that certainly set the stage and, and kind of got me amped up, um, you know, for the rest of the day. But no, on uh, on Saturday, I think I saw maybe five or six kayaks in the area. Um you know, again, and then by, I think it was about 10 o'clock, I kind of had an idea what, where they were, what they were doing, what the fish were doing. And, uh, I didn't never really saw anybody kind of reproducing that. So, um, you know, I was fine with, with them kind of fishing around, you know, some of the areas where I caught them, um, you know, and, and that kind of, it got really solidified on, on Saturday, late in the day. Um, I, I caught my 17 to call out, I think like a 14 or, or 15, um, to finish out, uh, you know, to round out my limit on Saturday. And, you know, at that point I decided I, I knew I didn't really have anywhere else for Sunday, um, you know. So I, at that point, I was I was kind of just looking for for new water for Sunday and, and maybe trying to eliminate some water, um, you know, ahead, ahead of the next day. So I was, um, you know, kind of throwing 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 my chatterbait, throwing the pattern, and um, you know, I was throwing in an area that I know had got hammered earlier that day. Um, you know, I saw kayaks back, you know, back in back in this cut and um i got got two bites like right back to back at 2 30 so at that point you know i was feeling pretty good confident that i that i maybe figured out something that that uh, the others who were fishing around there weren't doing my heart's broken i can't believe you wanted on a chatterbait i, can't, uh, I, 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 I think i caught like up right here <laughs> i caught one fish i think on a chatterbait the whole time it was awful let's see it let's see it nick this was uh this was saturday's deal this is what the 20 came on it's a uh chatterbait custom black and blue with a black and blue z craw junior and then um you know water kind of dirtied up a little bit on sunday and just to give them a different profile i went with um green pumpkin and half ounce with the full size z craw black and blue black and blue and you know, I had I had a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, not a bunch of bites, but quite a few bites of uh, you know them r- biting right at the boat and coming up and getting it, and uh, you know having to do those short hook steps, which is always always terrifying. But um, yeah, you so, were throwing you know, a half that... ounce a half ounce jackhammer in six inches of water. We'll say that again. You were throwing a half ounce jackhammer in six inches of water. No, uh, chatterbait custom. The chatterbait, sorry. Chatterbait uh, custom. But a half a half ounce in six inches. Of, that's yeah, the yeah, math I, part I'm trying to work out. I was, I was, and um, you know, like I said, I think it was just that bigger profile they were looking for. I mean, like I said, they were they were coming up and attacking attacking the three eights on Saturday. I mean, you know, I, I kind of figured they were keying in on it. I mean, it wasn't scaring them. It wasn't spooking them. And, um, you know, some of the fish, they, they were all kind of positioned a little bit differently in the same general, you know, areas, but, you know, I'd almost pitch it in there and give it one hop, just like a jig and that blade would start kicking and they'd pick it up and I, you know, I'd see the boiler, see the wake. Um, but that's why on even too, with the, with the half ounce, I, I went up to that, that full size Z craw and it, you know, keeps the bait riding up a little bit higher and gives a little more buoyancy, but still gets that big profile that, uh, you know, I think they were looking for. It's crazy. You know, I heard that story from more than just you, Nick. Uh, I saw Brian do it to, to me and Garrett. Uh, people were coming in behind people throwing some moving baits, whether it be a chatterbait or swim jig or whatever, that were fishing real slow. 
and getting plenty of bites and catching their fish right behind other people. Is that how you, what you experienced too? It sounds like. Yeah. You know, I never was, was right behind other people, but like I said, certainly I know people were in the area. I, you know, I saw people throwing shallow, not exactly sure what they were throwing. Um, but you know, I, I still caught, you know, still caught fish in those, those same areas, um, you know, on the moving baits. And I, I tried slowing down. I, you know, I, I tried even the, you know, wake baits, um, you know, on, on some, some fish that I missed, but, um, yeah, it was just chatterbait was a deal and, you know, and, uh, kind of the, kind of the same deal with Saturday going into Sunday. Um, you know, I was just going to fish what was working until it stopped working and then figure it out. But, um, you know, the bite held up for, for two days and, you know, I know I'm fortunate for that, but, um, yeah, it was, it was exciting. That's awesome. Seen some of these comments. I'm gonna throw some of them up for you real quick, Nick. Looks like some of your buddies are chiming in. <laughs> You've gone big. He's wondering if you're ever gonna see. <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's fun. I you know I had I had a bunch of my buddies uh, you know from home and a bunch of my fishing buddies watching, and uh, you know they were all fired up for me and and even some of my buddies that don't fish. You know it's kind of tough to you know kind of put into uh, you know uh, you know, words, what, what, what it kind of means and, and just the scope of everything. And, uh, you know, everybody was fired up and, and that was exciting. Um, it meant a lot that anybody who watched, you know, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's just exciting that, uh, you know, I have someone rooting for you. There's another one for you. Is this true? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my, uh, so Sean is, uh, he's one of my original, uh, floating buddies, kayak floating buddies. We, we floated the Castor river in Southeast Missouri together and uh, he actually he does a podcast as well, Kayak Flyer. Any any fly oh. fishing guys or anyone interested in that, they he puts on a real great program, and I've been on there a couple times, and um, you know they cover it all. So, but yeah, he's he said he taught you everything you know. <laughs> he, he could he could take credit for that, sure. <laughs> if that's if that's drinking beers and, and falling out of kayaks, yeah, that's awesome. That's what that's what this sport's all about. Actually, that's right. Um, <laughs> his alter ego donnie bennett no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> hey donnie's flipped a flint or two i've seen it happen yeah. <laughs> that was down on the Oak mulgi that was like the first the first flint river run down there he flipped it and lost all his rides <laughs> good old donnie now he's retired from kayak fishing r.i.p donnie let's see what else we got oh clifton's got a question for you here you go nick clifton are clifton's you are you a, clifton's on one tonight yeah are you a local that just started venturing out he's asking for himself he says or you fish national i'm, stuff I'm assuming there. local means local clubs is that what yeah, he's yeah, yeah. asking yeah so um you know i started i started tournament bass fishing um in 2018 uh three years ago with uh, bam bass and down in louisiana when i was in new orleans and uh, they were just getting off the ground as well I, you know i think there were a couple other bass clubs in louisiana but nothing really like in the central to southern area of the state i think most of them were up north and um you know so so austin and and um a couple other guys up there, Austin Thomas, they, they got the club off the ground. And, uh, you know, it was just a great experience, especially, you know, kind of being new to it myself. It kind of helped that, you know, everybody was kind of new to it, you know, getting into it for the first time. And a lot of these guys, of course, had fished uh, all their life growing up in Louisiana and fished bass, boat, bass boats tournaments and, and things like that. But, um, you know, so I fished that while I was down there, had a great time. Um, you know, I was saying I moved back uh, to Missouri um, beginning of 2020. So I fished with Camo, uh, Kayak Anglers of Missouri a little bit. Um, last year, um, I fished my first Hobie BOS, um, at uh, Kentucky Lake, Lake Barkley. And again, it was kind of a deal. I was meeting one of my buddies from, uh, from Louisiana. He was fishing it. He fishes a lot more than national stuff. Um, and, uh, so it's just kind of a chance to hang out and didn't do too well on that one. Uh, didn't get to pre-fish or anything, but, um, yeah, you know, just kind of signed up for the event. Was going to hang out with, uh, with Andy, my buddy from Louisiana and, 
and uh, and just see what I can do. I, you know, I was kind of joking with him at dinner on Thursday. I, you know, I just had the goal of, of catching 10. That was, that was it, you know, and uh, and wound up getting around the good stuff and, and got fortunate. You know, uh, Ryan caught it. You know, Ryan is the defending TOC champ. He wasn't planning on chasing a lot of tournaments this year, but he won that first one. So now he was going to chase that AOI. You now you won one. Are you going to try to get some more on the schedule and chase that Angler of the Year title or what? Yeah, you know, I had I had that conversation with uh, Sean actually today, and uh, you know we'll see. I you know kind of eye in lacrosse um, up in Wisconsin, and then Pickwick. You know, would be uh, logistically would be kind of the the ones that make sense for me. But uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, I, I'm I'm definitely I, I can probably say I'm definitely going to be at uh, in Alabama. I mean that's that's such an honor, uh, you know, to be able to fish that and the way that that Hobie sets it up with with you know limiting it to, to the 50 guys and and doing it that way with with the tough qualifying, you know, that that makes it even more special. And um, yeah, you know, fortunate just to to be able to get there and and uh, you know we'll see what happens. That's an it's an awesome tournament. It's a it's an awesome experience, and I think this year um, the new like three day format, I think that's really gonna put a lot more strategy. Uh, into managing your fish and and possibly you know having a, a B and C spot that you're absolutely going to have to use. Yeah, especially in the fall, don't you think, Ryan? How the hell does fish move in the fall? Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see how that how that place sets up. You know, fall transition type deal. Um, I, I'm interested to see what the boundaries are going to be as well. Uh, we got some more comments coming in. If you guys have any questions for Nick uh, or any question at all, just throw them in the comments. We'll try to get them on the screen. Craig Woods got a question. Well, not a question, but a statement. He said he was with Nick before AJ called second place, and he felt like you were really sweating it. Uh, shout out to Craig. He's one of our local anglers up here. He and Dwayne Beatty finished fifth and sixth, respectively. So good job, Craig and Dwayne. Way to represent. So where are you yeah, sweating, was- Nick? He was one of the the few guys that I had a chance to talk with um, at weigh-in, and uh, re- you know, real nice guy. He, you know, he asked me my name. I, you know, obviously never met him, and you know, he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been chasing you all day." And you know, I told him, uh, I think I mentioned I had that late call, and um, you know, it was yeah, it was. Uh, I, you know, when they called out second place, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Um, even just to be in that position, you know, obviously I, you know, would have been very happy with second again. Just the way you know, I knew I was so close. If it just came down to that one fish. You know, I would have been kicking myself a little bit, um, you know, just missing out on that opportunity. Um, but, yeah, it worked out. And, uh, yeah, it was a big, big sigh of relief when, uh, you know, when I found out. Yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of event to win one of these. I mean, it's it's one thing to win a grinder. But when you know there's 50 people catching them, you, I mean, it has to make you a little more apprehensive about being safe with your lead, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I you know, I – that was the thing on Sunday. Like I said, I just, you know, I fished the same stuff really cause I didn't have anything else, you know, to fish and, uh, you know, was hoping the bite would hold up and it did. And, and I knew, you know, like I said, I wasn't really confident I was going to, um, you know, beat my, beat my Sunday or Saturday bag, but, um, you know, just knew that I had to keep grinding and, um, you know, knew that, that no lead was safe. And it, I mean, it was close all day. Uh, you know, nobody, you know, nobody of course ran away with it. So, um, yeah, it was just, just one of those days where put your head down and fish and, and see what you can do. How many limits were there, Jet? Like full limits? It, I mean, it had to be fifty or sixty, right? I mean, it was just ridiculous yeah, when you it, looked it at the. Well, I mean, you usually see it fall off. Like it starts falling off, like you know, top thirty or so, thirty-five. And I was scrolling down the leaderboard, and it was. <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. it up here. I mean, I'm in the fifties right now, and these are limits, limits. 
Limits, limit. Looks like maybe 61. Matt Ball, 61, had that is crazy. limit one day and not the next. So, yeah, 62-day limits. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Yeah, that's pretty unreal. I mean, solid. Even guys, I mean, look at uh, Jody Queen. He goes 82-82 and ends up 21st. I mean, in any tournament, that's a top 10 usually, at least. Maybe a top five. And I think those were different fish on both days, too. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Cole Sykes, 78-85 for 24th. I mean, all awesome two-day limits, but uh, not not enough in this slugfest. So thanks for showing out, Dardanelle. You did all right. Even though you didn't show me any love, you, you did all right. Josh Counts is just trying to prove you wrong. He finished 55th and didn't have a limit day two. Uh, so well, there. Take I never that, claimed this to be. Take that. So now we're going to 59. Thank you, Josh. We've corrected our numbers. <laughs> Jeez, easy guys. <laughs> I'm not the tournament director. I'm just, I'm just eyeballing. <laughs> We're amateurs out what? here. Come on. Most overused term in fishing. What, what is that, Clifton? What's the most overused term? I a grind. Know. I think maybe is what he's talking about. I said this wasn't. I, if you, if you got a better way to call, if you got something else to call it, I'm all ears. But uh, a slobber knocker. Uh, yeah. Call it. <laughs> are you, Nick, are you familiar with Clifton? No, I don't. I don't think we've had the pleasure. You're not okay. missing anything, buddy. Don't worry. Clifton <laughs> Allen is uh, the what we like, or he calls himself. I don't know if we call him that. The people's champ. He speaks up for the people, for the issues at hand, and uh, yeah, he's everybody's favorite KBN member, or one of them anyway. So top, he's top five anyway. I'd top say. Five, yeah, I don't. Clifton Allen was top five. I don't know about Cliff. Yeah, this Cliff's a new guy. Apparently, he acts very similar to the old Clifton that we're familiar with. Yeah, uh, Clifton wants to know: Do you carry a spinning rod with you every time you fish? Yeah, is, I feel like it's just like a judgment question. I feel like this is gonna, you know, some kind of rickshaw test or something. No, <laughs> no, I do. I, uh, you know, when I when I go, obviously, like I said, I paddle. So, um, you know, I do try to limit limit what I take. But um, yeah, I, I do. I do carry a spinning rod with me pretty much all the time. Yeah, you gotta be versatile, man. I, I, love, I always have a spinning rod with me. If you never know when you're going to need to bust that puppy out, throw a Ned rig, a fluke, something crazy. Try it. And I tried all those things. They didn't work for me, Ryan. So the spinning rods let me down. Have you, what I need to know, Nick, have you made a professional angler Facebook page yet? <laughs> you know, I haven't. And I've been getting um, <laughs> getting a lot of friend requests and things like that. And, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate the support and, and the interest. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I kind of thought to myself today, actually, that this may be the this may be the uh, you know the turning point the in the door PKA that I need. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I can't can't say I'm going to put out anything interesting, but just um, don't don't tell them you've been on this show. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, you, you need to if start a YouTube channel and probably get some tournament series logo tattooed on you if you haven't done that already. Yeah, I was thinking that, and then yeah, I need a lot of stickers for my boat too. Oh, you, know, you have so. yeah, you gotta. Yeah got to get your sticker game up for sure yeah i noticed i'm, 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 I'm not gonna judge you but i noticed as we were driving next to each other on 40 getting the hell out of arkansas you didn't have near enough stickers so sorry yeah man. no stickers and uh got it on top of my, my car top and so i don't know if that's allowed either but <laughs> you'll you'll get there don't somebody send this guy a trailer come on let's go there you go that's gonna be the first shoe to drop we're gonna get you a, a malone or a yakima or something somebody send this guy something <laughs> I, I like Nick, man. He's got a lot of personality. I think uh, they're going to line up for you, man. If you want them. That's the key is if you want them. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, it's you know still kind of sinking in, uh, you know, what this weekend was. And, um, 
you know, just it's just kind of one of those things. Like I said, I just had the goal to go out there and fish and, and, and enjoy. It's a new fishery for me. Check it out. And, um, you know, man, it just worked out. And, and, you know, that's kind of what I'd say to anybody thinking about fishing these. You know, it's obviously a little bit steeper in price than some of the club tournaments, but you just never know. You know, someone's got to win it and, you know, you never know. High risk, uh, high reward. And I mean, the payout. So if you get a check, the payouts are pretty solid. I mean, I got $400 for catching one fish, literally one fish. So that covered my bar tabs and my entry fee. Check. Let's go. We're good to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, you know, a little bit more risk, but a big reward for sure. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, even fishing Kentucky last year and, and I mean, not doing, doing well at all. Um, it, you know, just the, the exposure to the national scene and the competition. And I mean, you know, obviously these guys, you know, fishing these and, um, you know, it's just, it's such a step up from, from, um, probably most local clubs, you know, no, no knock to them, but obviously these guys are putting a lot of time, a lot, a lot more work, a lot more dedication, it, you know, into, into hitting these events. Cause, um, you know, there's, you know, so much at stake. So just getting to be able to fish with that and then just see the level of competition, um, you know, really, really kind of made me step up my game and, and realize what else was out there. What's, what's going to be the next, uh, bigger event that you fish? Yeah, bigger event. I don't know. Like I said, maybe uh, you know uh, lacrosse or uh, or Pickwick. I got a couple club tournaments okay. coming up. Uh, Lake Wapapello down in southeast Missouri is a good one with uh, the kayak anglers in Missouri. I did. I think I placed in that one last year, and always a good time. But yeah, you know, I I, I really didn't set like a fishing calendar this year. Obviously, things were still kind of up in the air early on this year, just with you know COVID and everything and travel and all that. But um, yeah, you know, I'm definitely this kind of you know re-energizes me a bit and definitely going to make uh you know more of an effort to to get out there hey but before i ask my next question are you married nick i'm not i got my uh my lovely girlfriend sitting here uh sitting here okay. next to me well my question was so going to be cancel that next do? question jeff okay well i was going to be what are you going to do with that check <laughs> and or what's your wife going to do with that check <laughs> well I, I gave her I, I gave her a shout out you know for letting me go fish for three days and ah, and uh, you know okay. hang out with my buddy but <laughs> so she's not getting any of the money <laughs> a shout out babe we're good pretty much even <laughs> shout out no yeah. you know i i don't know yet it's uh i did like i said i just bought that flint this year so that that certainly helps with that um so you're gonna buy a hobie kinda, now yeah <laughs> maybe looking kind of to 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 uh you know upgrade some of that and and uh you know, maybe upgrade some tackle and stuff like that, but you know, it'll certainly go. Part of it will go to, to getting down to Ufala and, and, uh, you know, and that. So it's a nice yeah, little yeah. cushion to have for sure. Yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah. I always, uh, asked before, because if you have an off duty financial supervisor, that can change how that <laughs> distributed. <laughs> uh, Brian said he just has to take his check straight back to Taylor that she's just yes. like, she makes him go fish tournaments. He said he doesn't even like fishing. I know, she's like, all right, Brian, go, go make that money. Actually, you know, you're yeah. too far in. He revealed that deep. on the water. He's like, man, I freaking hate catching these 20-inch fish, but she makes me do it. So he seemed very upset. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, any more questions, throw them, in the, throw them in the comments for us. We want to get them up for you. Uh, Clifton asked, was it as good as the fork bar? I think he's having a little conversation with Mark Penny. Yeah, yeah, he and Ugly Twin are, are uh, sorting that out. It, yeah. I, I don't see that bar not being as good as any bar. It was as good as the sliding ride used to be on Kentucky Lake. Uh, they had cornhole inside, really nice level pool tables, same old man, like kind of VFW <laughs> local crowd. It was uh, it was a good find out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Hey, look here. Taylor just confirmed what we've been saying. Right. <laughs> oh, she said check. Can't come home. <laughs> but, oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey oh, hey, big oh. stick howl in the house. Okay. <laughs> 
poor Brian. Defensive I know. Sometimes. I'm glad. I'm glad Brian's in the fold. I like it. I like having them around. He's good people, man. Good people. He said. Now he was saying that he may. Uh, he may try to get Taylor to come join us, and I think he said Sam Rayburn maybe. So I know it's going to be a good to, time. I'm going to beat the better half of the Howe family. So uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> I hope she can make it. Let's hope go. She can make it. Uh, Sam Rayburn. That's not on your list, is it, Nick? That's no, that one's trip. probably a little bit a uh, little bit too far for me. But um, yeah, I mean, it looks like it should shape enough to be a good event. All right. Um, um, I know they've been catching them pretty good in Texas, huh, this year? Yeah. Uh, we got Josh Booth in the comments trying to tell you there's a tournament on Table Rock this Saturday. Come on down. He's probably tired of driving. He probably needs a little rest. I don't know. <laughs> Just a little bit. I got in about uh, 1.30 this morning uh, from, from the event and had a nice uh, full work day after that. So, yeah, I'm, right. I'm a little beat. Just got the car unloaded before this. Same, same buddy. Yeah, Ryan went and caught smallmouth. He can't say he's tired. I got home at 2, woke up at 6, drove to East Tennessee for a meeting, three hours, drove three hours home, got the boat loaded up, went straight to the lake, and busted the smallmouth wide open this afternoon. They were just, they were feeding up on the bank like redfish, just pushing the bait, I mean, right up on the bank. It was crazy, crazy to see. So uh, we should have another couple weeks left of that, I hope, this spring. So it looks like uh, even though you've never met Clifton, he's offering up a room if you ever need it to come down to Texas for an event. Cliff is now Clifton. He switched accounts. Oh, that's right. He switched. Hey, yeah, he switched you know, I, I appreciate that as long as I can bring my spinner rod with me. Clifton's <laughs> nothing but spinner rods. You fit right Cl in. Yeah, Clifton loves them. He, well, there you you're go. good on that. He'll loan you a spinner rod. I think there's a frog on a spinner rod. I'm not sure. Uh, Trevor Johnson unloading the car while listening. I bet a bunch of people are just now getting their stuff unloaded. Uh, you know, two-day tournaments with pre-fishing and everything. It's a, it's a grind. Whether you win or lose or whatever, it's you're beat on a Monday. So people yep. who do that, much respect to get out there and travel and do this with us. Shout out to Shane Williams for fishing one day of the two-day tournament, yeah. catching a limit and choosing to go <laughs> go home he didn't even didn't even fish day two with a limit it broke my heart he stayed in our house <laughs> i wish he would have given me that limit if we could have worked something out and just let me fish day two do a little do a little share something i don't know yeah a lot of people bailed on day two man i don't know i do it too that. well I, I did it on seminole i caught you know caught a few fish on seminole and the weather was awful and i had zero desire to get out there and get get my face blown off by the wind so i was like i'm i'm just gonna head home Zach Hall said he's still driving. Uh, be safe while you're driving and typing that while you watch us. So, but but I got to meet Zach at the boat ramp, man. Uh, he's a good dude. He I, he seemed like a good guy when you see him online, but I actually got to meet him and a few other folks. So, good stuff. Good part about these tournaments. Yeah, that was definitely definitely a good tournament. I went by and, of course, I was like driving to the ramp like two minutes before launch and i blew the horn at Dwayne when i went by and he messaged me and he's like oh lambert heading to the ramp five minutes before first cast <laughs> yeah it's actually pretty early so yeah, take man. that i don't know what clifton means <sighs> jeff you got any mounts you can put up or nah nah i got no mounts to put up man i got an empty bottle of western sun and a coffee mug that's all you're gonna get out of me in my background sorry bro I could throw a, I could throw a few old trophies back there if I was trying to flex, but it's been a few years. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Are they chiseled from stone? How old are they? Yeah, I got I got one of your your drink coasters over here on the shelf. One of those metal ones that you got there in front of you. <clears throat> oh yeah, you want one of these? 
I got one of those <coughs> on the shelf. I could use it for a drink coaster, I guess. Yeah, it took a year to get that one, so I'm going to let it get some airtime. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, old basic-ass wall. Shut up, Clifton. I got the blue light back. <laughs> Clifton is on one tonight. I think Katie must have dropped a couple bottles of Western Sun off of his house. Something's yeah. going on. He's acting like a prickly pear tonight. Switch back to Cliff. He's nicer. Go back to your Cliff profile, man. He's nicer. Um, but yeah, man, tell tell us a little bit more about what you got going the rest of the year, Nick, before we before we wrap this thing up here in a few minutes. Well, you know, prior prior to prior to this weekend, uh, you know, just kind of had some club tournaments on the radar. Um, like I said, Fish and Camo, uh, you know, around here, they'll they'll be at Wapello and then uh, Bull Shoals did pretty well out there last year, and um, you know, and then hoping just to qualify for the championship for that but um yeah other than that we'll see like i said definitely alabama's obviously on on the radar now on, on the calendar and uh i i've been real impressed obviously with the two the two uh bos events that i've been to and and uh you know i know there's a you know a couple couple good series going on right now nationally it's you know it's growing with sports growing which is a good thing to see and um yeah you know definitely gonna be gonna be fishing some more of those and you know i you know i know i gotta gotta defend the uh, defend the title here so yeah good stuff or at least try to we got one more question before we try to wrap it up and get everybody out of here because everybody's beat. Your buddy Sean asked Nick about the Castor River. Is there something something there? We uh, that, that's that's kind of where that's where we started started floating. And uh, yeah, like I said, my buddy Sean, we'd, we'd go out, a group of us, and uh, never had a bad time in the Castor. Somebody always wound up in the water, or or uh, you know, there's something going on, snakes coming out, or what. But always a good time. Awesome, awesome <laughs> stuff. I'm not I'm not putting Pendergrass comment up there. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't my job, Mark. I think that was uh, that was on Frank. That's why they left together. Yes, correct. Yeah, anything, what do you got, Ryan? Anything else before we get out of here, man? I, no, no. I I probably need to go to sleep for about sixteen hours or so. But I think I'm going to get up early and try to go catch some more fish before I have to go to Nashville for work tomorrow. Awesome. Well, we'll uh, see. Yeah, man. It was a good weekend. It was it was actually good to see you, Ryan. I hadn't seen you in a while. Yeah, no, man. All been online. Got uh, to got have to a nice you. little dinner there. Yeah, got to have Shane. The Pendergraph uh, arranged didn't come to. Appreciate you, Mark. Yeah, that was slick. Slick, Mark. Uh, Presto so that, change that, Yeah, good to see you. Good to see a bunch of friends that I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, but it was the best part was seeing Nick take the victory. You get to see this new name, fresh face, that I'm sure we're going to see more of. Uh, take that win. So, Nick, uh, thanks so much for taking the time, man. I know you're beat, but uh, we appreciate you sharing your story with us tonight. Yeah, no, well, thanks for having congrats. me on. And uh, again, congrats to everyone this weekend. It was, uh, you know, a great tournament. And, and just, again, feel real fortunate that, uh, you know, the way things turned out. So, been on the other end of those and um, know how it goes. But yeah. You did it. You're a pro now. <laughs> yes, That's sir. it. I'm in. I'm in all the way. PKA, <laughs> all the way. You're in now. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll put something together for next Monday and we'll come back at you. Uh, everybody get some rest. Thank you for listening. If, you, uh, if you're on the audio podcast later, checking us out, we appreciate you listening. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, thanks for hanging in there with us tonight and, uh, and joining the conversation, man. It was a good time. Y'all take care. Clifton, behave, please. Go to bed now. Yeah, yeah Cliff, <laughs> get Clifton and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Good night, y'all. We're gone. See ya.